to Cheers Sleep, the podcast. My name's Libby Tozer, and today I'm talking to Jay Kimber, who is an amazing woman, and I'm really excited to chat with you today, Jay, because I think there's so much that you do that's in alignment with what she is seeing is, but instead of me talking about it, I'll let you talk about it a bit, I think. <laughs> do you want to give a bit of a overview of what you're doing at the moment and what's, what's in your space? Sure. Thanks for having me. So what I do really is bring women back to their bodies let's just keep it simple that's really what it is as a big journey probably one of the biggest journeys you ever take is out of your mind and into your body and really that's a journey you can take forever it doesn't end the depths that you can go into into your body is profound I, I kind of see it that you know the universe is ever expanding and infinitely massive that there's also the inverse in your body it continues to go in smaller and smaller until you find like this infinite world inside your body. And my experience with diving into this is we find very special places in our bodies. And so my work really is bringing women back to their bodies and through their bodies, finding a divine experience. So heading back towards divinity and co-creation with whatever you can see divinity as. Awesome. And I think that fits in. We were just having a little chat before we started recording, but I think that fits in perfectly with with sheer scene because we were because well for me a lot of this is about feeling comfortable enough in your own skin to make decisions that are in alignment with yourself mm. and with your own values. But if we're detached from our own existence, it's really hard to know what your own values are and what feedback is ours and what stuff coming in from somebody else and or if it's just programming that we need to work through. So I think, yeah, I'm really excited to have yeah. a chat with you today. And and we've got you coming up in the – you'll be in the membership this month as well, diving mm-hmm. a bit deeper and working through with our members in Circle of She with some awesome things as well. So, yeah, I'm really excited. This feels really um, in alignment <laughs> with what we've got going on. How do you feel creativity kind of plays a role in – all of that as well plays a huge role I think you know what you just said was was like we might have been trained in life to live pretty outside in you know influenced by all sorts of things the the people we love our parents our schooling system and and the 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 fashion industry you know very outside in you know what what is the right how is the right way to be you know dress do yeah live outside in and so what happens when you connect back to your body back to your unique inner truth is you start to live inside out and when you live inside out your self-permission giving your permission comes from the inside and this is a very scary transition to go from always having to have permission on the outside how to dress what to say what to do for work how to be how to walk to Actually, I feel in my body that I want to experiment with or try a new way. And maybe you haven't seen it anywhere before. Maybe you haven't seen anyone dress quite like that or talk quite like that or make a business quite like that. And so this is where creativity comes in, is this permission to be creative. I think creative is an innate quality that we have. It's actually probably why we're here, is to tap into our creativity and I think creativity is linked to genius so we link these few things together coming back to the body 
realizing that we're infinitely deep. When you tap into infinite, you tap into the divine. And then when you tap into creativity from the inside out, not coloring in a coloring book or sticking stamps on a stickers on a book, right? It's, it's something you're compelled, inspired to do. It's new. It hasn't been done anywhere else before. And that's the definition of genius. Right. So I actually think we are all naturally genius and that comes when we're willing to connect deeply back to our bodies. Yeah. And that and we can make it sound like um, I'm just there's so many things coming popping up in my head as you're speaking. The first one was then we're just living more from a place of authenticity as well. But the. But there's so many layers to get to that because I know when we say, oh, you can be, you know, being in your own skin and be comfortable in your body, but there's a lot to like, depending, I think actually pretty much it could be a pretty blanket statement really that for everybody it's pretty hard to step into some sort of embodiment. I feel like we're like our society and the marketing and everything we're constantly bombarded with actually literally has an agenda to remove us from our bodies. Yeah, and, our um, sovereignty. Yeah. 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 So we're constantly coming up against this. So it's so yeah. powerful and healing when we can actually even just reclaim a little bit. You can always feel like physically when you can just, yeah, reclaim a little bit of your own skin, I think is quite powerful. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> think it ever ends. This is the thing I, I really want to land here is that you said there's lots of layers, right? Yeah. And everyone has a hard time with it and the the thing is you know you can be in doing this work I've been doing it for 12 years and I don't plan for it to ever end I'm not seeking to arrive anywhere yep and that's I think the only way to go into this work is to not think there's somewhere to get or an outcome that you're desiring this is deeply feminine work it's work that is going to keep on going and and as soon as you lean into that reality I the reality of I will forever become more comfortable in my body. Mm -hmm. I don't need to get there straight away. Then you can enjoy the ride. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing always to remind myself and, and to speak about the reality of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. And when I think as we move into, I don't know if it's an age thing as well as, as, as you get older or well, mm. I'm finding for myself, I'm more comfortable in my skin as well. Um, obviously it could also be from all the sheer scenes. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own medicine, right? <laughs> yeah. But also I notice like my, like on a physical level, like it's amazing to look at, you know, like at our direct ancestors in I'm finding like in the, like when I reflect on what my grand's figure was like and, I can see similarities like starting in my own figure and Mm. I love the beautiful connection of that. And obviously we've got no idea how far that goes. Well, I've got no idea which, which directions that would go through my ancestry, but I think it's beautiful and fascinating. And I think part of us, when we're healing ourselves, this trauma would have affected generations before us as well. So I really think, yeah, accepting ourselves in this moment kind of is splintering out in all directions and having a beneficial effect. Yeah, I mean, that's such a special thing to tap into because then you start to transcend 
time. <laughs> yes. And so you you start to understand that we're not linear beings, we're multidimensional, we exist in many places all at once. And so the work that we do here is connected to our lineage and what we carry from them, literally in our bodies, and is directly affecting the children that we have already had or are going to have. Yes. hundred percent. Can't, yes. can't not. And if it's not physically... It's definitely metaphysically, it's energetically. Even if you're a mother and you have kids around you, the work that you're doing now is is affecting them energetically. Oh, definitely. And I yeah. also think maybe I'm going to go too wafty. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I also think you don't actually have to physically birth the children for them to even, in the energetics of things, there's, I'm going to go way too far. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> else can <laughs> in the energetics of things and I think we have you know connections that run through different times and we don't necessarily understand them but we're potentially affecting people and things and events we have no concept of and in a good way in a good way I think and um yes oh I'd love to say something there so when I first started doing this work, you know, it's painful work. I think you said before, it's it's actually hard. And here, something that I learned was that the hard road gets easier and the easy road gets harder. And let's just be honest. We know that getting up and going for a run or doing yoga in the morning or doing our meditation is hard in the short term, but it gets easier in the long term. The effects that it has um, ripple through time to make a more easeful life. So this work that we're doing coming back to our bodies is hard work. We have to go into our bodies and feel the resistance and feel the pain. And that's not pleasant, but it will release something from us, a burden, an energy. We can go into that, but we don't need to. Like it's just releasing something from us and we literally become lighter. We become more authentic. Like you said, we become more of a vessel for creativity to flow through us from the inside out and magic starts to happen. Life will literally change. The thing is, so... And I wanted to say that when I first started doing this work, I started to do things like going out into the forest and screaming with frustration that I held in my body or with anger or with sadness or with whatever. I was, I was 21. Imagine me screaming in the forest like environment. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had this vision and I was completely sober. I actually I didn't hadn't haven't drunk for 13 years and I wasn't on anything, but I was in this deeply altered state just through feeling these emotions. And I was in the forest having some kind of cathartic emotional release and I had like a vision an image pop into my head and what it was was that as I was crying out or feeling this pain with an open heart I the image that I got was like the earth was also releasing pain the whole collective was also releasing a little bit of pain and and I knew in that moment as a young woman Clearly, I was given this understanding that the work that I do to return back to my body, live through the pain, was not just helping me, but like you said before, directly affecting in a very positive way the whole collective. So for those of us and and all of your community that are doing this hard work by coming back to the, the bodies and loving their bodies and accepting their bodies, I truly think that God is in the body, that divinity lives inside of the body. And 
they've, they're trying to take us away from our body. Like you said, the industries are geared towards taking us away from our bodies because it's inside of our bodies that we find true freedom. It's where we find our absolute sovereignty. It's where we can't be controlled when we know who we are. So if they take us away from their body, our bodies, they can control us. If we do the hard work to come back to our bodies, we can't be controlled. We, we literally cannot. We'll do anything, anything, anything to stay in integrity with what we know is right in our bodies. Yeah. And so I just think it's one of the, what you're doing with the community and, and my work as well is some of the most important work, especially as women, because we've been separated from our bodies for a very long time intentionally, some of the most important work that we can do on this planet for our healing and the healing of the collective. Yeah. Yeah, and I can really actually resonate with what you're saying there because I know a similar thing happens when we do the huge group photo shoots and you can feel I can feel something happen in the there's something that happens in the space, like it literally is like dropping a amazing healing energy bomb and it kind of goes through it ripples out. It's I in imagine that. Yeah. It's incredible and beautiful and just mm. Yeah, a space to be witnessed as well, which is, yeah, amazing as well. So, yeah, that really make that actually makes sense. I think I've had similar experiences to that. Awesome. The other thing that was coming up for me there was you talk a lot about the, I know from what you do, (laughs) that you talk a lot about feminine, like balancing your feminine and masculine parts of yourself. Do you want to speak into that a bit without me trying to? Yeah. This has been huge for me in my life because I'm a woman, uh, yet I found myself for a very long time wishing I was a man. <laughs> it was like I was so much more comfortable on the farm, in my little shorts, with short hair, hitching trailers, driving tractors, and I looked down at my little wrists and I used to say, fuck, I wish I was a man. Like, like literally I had such <laughs> a rejection of my feminine and an em- embracing of my masculine. And this yeah. is a value distortion because we're in a, in a culture where a lot of value is put on goal oriented like outcomes, direction, achievement, right? And so we're geared towards a valuing of a more masculine energy. And so I geared myself to believe that I would save the world by the things that I did, the things that I was doing, farming, you know, running a farmer's market store, running business and I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling quite burnt out and I liked my body. You know, it was, it's a beautiful body. It's strong, but it started to feel stiff and I started to feel a bit disconnected from it. And my relationships were also falling apart. <laughs> I was the bigger man. Let's just be honest. And, um, <laughs> it was a hard space to be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so but they just had no fan. I was just boss energy. And so my own journey led me to start to research more into, well, what is the alternative for me? How can I be different? How can it, how can I feel better? I used to be a dancer. I'm not anymore because no, no one needs dance. How, how can I help anybody with dance? How, where, what, how is that useful in the world? And so I had to take the very big journey from my head, which was, I'm going to save the world to my heart, my body, which was, I'm going to light my life on fire. My 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 brand is Fem Fire because I found deep within inside of my liberated sexuality and my gorgeous body this femininity, and femininity is something we haven't placed value on for a while. Yeah, in our culture, it's it's erratic. 
it's creative it's it's emotional it's flow it, it's it's beautiful it's 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 so etheric like it's this thing that you can't pin down it's it's flow it's magic it's divinity i really think the feminine energy is where we hold hands with divinity it's actually inside of a feminine energy is where we land the genius right is where we get these genius ideas it's where we commune with nature and wow I, I, my eyes were I opened so wide to what was truly valuable and if you look at masculine and feminine energies the feminine is the part that is actually truly valuable and the masculine role is to protect that is to protect nature is to protect the mother and the children is to protect that which is valuable yeah and so what's happening with this whole feminine embodiment thing and feminine rising is actually a value shift in the whole collective back to valuing the arts back to valuing motherhood back to valuing spirituality and things like that yeah yeah i do take my work there a lot and when then you look at an individual and you look at these two energies we have them both whether you're man or woman and you can develop them you might have one more than the other just naturally mm -hmm. i naturally am more feminine but i covered it over with masculinity to protect myself from the world because she my feminine is very sensitive yes. she's a dancer and she's stunningly gorgeous and i just wasn't ready to really be seen in all of that and so i would cover it over and so part of my work now is continuously revealing more of that side of me and giving and helping women find permission to be gooey and be creative and be unpredictable and do fun things and trust their bodies and let their lives be led somewhere that doesn't make sense because we're yes. so freaking logical and we're ready for a time, a new time where the future and what we create doesn't need to make sense. And that's where we create real new, a real new earth, like a real new way. Yeah, I really, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Like how you're, and if, like a, as a feeling to what you're saying, I can really feel the, the shift in, even physically in my own body when you, yeah, and I haven't really looked massively at myself in the feminine and masculine sense, like how you're talking about. But in saying that, I can, I'm a lot, probably quite similar. Like I, we run, yeah. we have a flower farm and I am from a competitive surfing background. So, um, it's like this very driven physically. And even I've, I don't think I ever wished that I was a man, but I know that I've literally got tiny hands and I know <laughs> I'd be paddling when I was surfing competitively. And I'd be like, how are you meant to even? Like my, my arms were literally <laughs> half the size. It's like, like they would have the, this like giant oar paddle and I've got yeah. like a stick of wood that I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and do like twice as many paddles <laughs> to get to the same place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all good though. That's all good. And I love the, um, yeah, and I think I've been, I think just feeling into that more, I think I've been scared of my own femininity. Like I, I know to quite consciously choose to wear dresses. I'm much more comfortable to just chuck on a pair of jeans and, but I think there's an element of that in safety and not feeling safe in my own body either and in my own skin. So yeah, that's bringing up lots of things <laughs> as you're 
<laughs> yeah, and I like that you brought up safety. We did touch on that. I just rode through another wave of feeling really unsafe in my body. And it was really good to go through that because what I found was that when I was feeling unsafe in my body and it wasn't, I was feeling unsafe because I was buying a house and that was incredibly stressful. (laughs) So I was flung up into my mind and my nervous system was all shot and everything meant more than it needed to. I was making up stories. And so I created a a hypervigilance and uh, wasn't relaxing in my nervous system. My hair started falling out. My nails were really weak. And business went down. (laughs) Creativity went down. Like it, it impacted so much. And my business is from my heart it's from my body it's you know i i when i'm great i have incredible income incredible business and when i'm not it's a reflection and so i wasn't safe in my body and now i am i bought a house and i'm here and every day i can feel my nervous system regulating my creativity coming back my sexuality turning back on is in my creative energy same thing and I am remembering how important it is to find safety first. And so what I do a lot with my clients is I go, well, you're not getting downloads. You're not getting prolific ideas. Like you're not feeling creative. Most likely you don't feel safe to be. Most likely there's something in your life that's in keeping you in a holding pattern in your mind out of your body and you don't feel safe to descend into your body, whether that's your living situation, an old trauma in your body, you know, that you need to work through and, have support through uh, whether it's a partnership that you're in or, or it could be any number of things mm-hmm. and so absolutely if you're not in a prolific creative place you know not feeling creative at all that's absolutely fine and the question that I ask myself and my clients is what do you need to do what do you know you need to do that you're not doing what do you know you need to do that you're not doing now what happens here inside of your own body is your feminine you're asking your feminine energy a really profound question. And if you get really, really um, present with yourself, she'll tell you, I need more sleep or I need to leave this relationship for a bit or I need a breather or I need, I can't do this job anymore, right? Whatever it is, yeah, you'll say something. And then it's your masculine energies, you and your masculine that does the thing to help rectify that. She's the one that be is being and 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 has been having the desires and has the deep knowing. Your feminine tells you everything, and then your masculine's the one that gets the shit done. Right? <laughs> yeah. But we're so busy getting the shit done without in, in inquiring with her that we're taking ourselves way off track. We haven't really tapped in, and so the the balance of your own inner masculine and feminine comes with this inner dialogue. What do I, what am I, what do I know I need to do that I'm not doing and that I can do? So for me, it was get a safe house. That's just mine. That I don't have to be in people's energies all the time. I'm super sensitive mm-hmm. and I know I thrive when I have my own space. Yep. But then I had to go through the hard process of the, the house buying thing and it's worth it. It was hard, but I'm here. And so there'll be something in your life continuously. What do I know I need to do that I'm not doing? Am I willing to do it? Yep. Okay. Well, let's, let's do it. I really like that. It's like a real practical way of balancing the two aspects as well. And yeah, I really like that. (laughs) I've got the, (laughs) that's a useful one. Yeah, definitely. We were just talking before as well. So we're going to have you in the circle of she membership this month. 
do you want to say something about what you think you might well do in I there think, or yeah I am still going to play with a few ideas there's so you much I could very do. broadly <laughs> but I think what I will do is do a finding safety exercise like in in the body and link it to creative energy sexual energy so so kind of go through a process of landing in the body finding a moment of safety in the body and then gently inviting it to come up through the creative center which is the sacral chakra and and it's like a bit of a movement piece you can do it in stillness you could do it moving and i might give that some context of how powerful it is to 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 find safety and then be in the body creatively and and the idea is that you get an idea maybe pop in or some kind of download pop in in this relaxed space and that is where like I said the feminine bridges the gap to divinity holds hands with divinity so you're getting like these little downloads of what you're meant to do like what is your calling what's your next step and it comes through the body when you're relaxed in the body so something like that yeah that sounds great that sounds awesome yeah oh <laughs> I like it. I'm excited. I think um, if so, if people that are listening to this, if you are a member, then that's what we're going to have something like that going on. And if you are not yet a member, you can just go to sheisseen.com.au and join up. And if someone would like to get in touch with you to work with you, Jay, how do they do that? Uh, if you're on Instagram, I'm Jay Kimber, J A Y K I M B R. So just find Jay Kimber. And if you're on Facebook, same name. So really the best way to reach me is through social media and you can just reach reach out, say hi. I'd love to say hi to you. And if you do want to find out how to work with me, then there's multiple different ways. I do lots of courses live and already pre-recorded. And I also do coaching, one-on-one mentoring stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. I really appreciate it. And that conversation went into lots of really cool spaces and I'm really excited to... Um... Yeah, such a short amount of time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to She Has Seen the Podcast. I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review to help us grow this wonderful community, which you're welcome to join and be part of in whatever way works for you. You can connect with us more on the socials or online at She Has Seen Movement. We would love to hear from you. So reach out, get involved and help us shift shame by sharing stories. Thank you for being here and showing up. This is your weekly reminder that you are enough exactly as you are in this moment. And actually, you're kind of amazing. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon.